Dick of the Week is marked M for Mature. We talk about adult subjects and use crass language. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> dick of the Week. Dick, dick of the Week. Dick, dick, dick of the Week. Dick, dick, dick. Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick, dick, dick. dick, 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 dick of the Week. Give me that D, yo. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Dick of the Week. Hello. Thank you for listening and being here with us today. I feel like I needed to do like a high pitch. Hello. Hello. Because Duchess is not with us today. Yeah, today you're just getting a good old Stephanie and me. Duchess was unable to join us for this week, which is unfortunate. We miss her. Yeah. But... We we will keep on keeping on. We've got schedules to keep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing that I said to myself today. Yeah. We have schedules to keep. And, and on this podcast that no one asked us to do that we are doing for ourselves. But <laughs> and we gave ourselves a strict schedule. We did. I'm very proud of us. We adhered to the schedule. I know. Go so, us. So crushing it. <laughs> uh you read anything right now? Um, actually so um Yes and no. Um, really? So, yeah. So I found like this really cool series of books. Um, one, the first one was written in like 2016, and then there was a sequel. And I actually read the sequel first because it's just the sound more interesting. Mm. And it stops in the middle, and she hasn't written anything since. Oh. And so I had like a moment of just like really being mad at myself for not checking. I hate that because I'm an idiot. Yeah. So that and was, you're invested now. I'm super invested, and it's a really cool storyline. So I'm just like really upset. Um, and then, of course, uh, Whiskey Queen, she's been updating Bessa per the usual. And that story's kind of trucking along the same pattern. But then she has this, uh, this other book called The 3 a.m. Girl, which I talked about last week. Yeah. And the updates of the side project. So it's like, it's the main story is from Clover's point of view. And then there's a side project um, that's like, excerpts that the main male character Irish writes and it's like poems and like his thoughts and you're basically finding out that he's like been in love with her for Hmm. much longer than she's loved him and uh and like as much as you think he's a fuck boy there's like reasons why he's a fuck boy and they're kind of serious I mean I'm to the point now though like that I a lot of the things that were causing him to pause on their relationship I think have been resolved hmm. in my opinion but I think that they've done him some serious like inner turmoil so I can understand why um you know but there's also the point where she's gonna like she's not going to to be with him uh, but I did find this book called something so sweet. Um, it's by Micaiah Usher. I think I'm saying her name right. There's a sequel that's on Radish. That's actually, I found, again, I found that first. (laughs) And I read the first chapter and I was like, this is great. But I noticed that there was a previous book. And so instead of paying, because on Radish to uh, unlock chapters, it's three coins. And you can buy like 182 coins for 20 bucks. Okay. So when you do the math to use coins to buy like 10 or more chapters, you should just buy the Amazon book for $2.99. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it ends up being cheaper. So I did that. And it is. That one's really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, basically, she, um, this woman comes home uh, for her dad's birthday. And she runs into a, a boy she was friends with in high school and her ex-fiance. And their cousins. The boy mm. she used to know their ex-fiance. And so you think this is going to be like a reclaimed love yeah. story? It's not. It's new love, my friends. It's new love. And it's like really fun. And I, I think I think if you read it, you'd be like, oh, this just sounds like something Stephanie would either write or very much enjoy. Cause like the way <laughs> she has the characters talk, like the the main female character calls people dude and man, which love is like it. I'm that's how I speak. So it was really nice to read. And then I read um there's this author, Tess Oliver, and she's all over radish, but I bought a couple of her books because I do enjoy her. And one of them, she writes like some, her sex scenes are like a thing. Like there was that one book, Brothers, that I was telling you about. Mm. Um, so I finished that one because it was on Radish, but I realized that like I could buy it. I didn't realize it was on Amazon. So I ended up buying it because I just needed to find out what happened. Because at a certain <laughs> point I was kind of over the back and forth. Yeah. Because I don't really enjoy triangle stories because I'm always like. 
I do and I don't. I love a triangle story when one of the guys is clearly the loser. <laughs> like when you're clearly like, he's not going to win. But like this book had me hoping that there was going to be a polyamory story. Oh, really? And it just didn't end up being that way. It ended up being like she ends up with one of them and the other brother has like a long lost love kind of thing. Okay. Hashtag spoilers. But like. Does he, is, do you think that brother is going to have his own book or? No, I mean, it's over. Oh, he okay. wrapped all the storylines up in one oh, book. Oh, damn. Yeah. And wow. I, felt, I felt like the end was a little rushed for her books. That I've read a lot of her books and that just felt kind of rushed, honestly, in comparison to some of her other books where she spends a lot more time developing the um, side characters and stuff. But like, there is like a really hot menage a trois in that book between the two brothers and the main girl. Oh. And that's why I was, like, really hopeful for a poly relationship, because I was like, well, damn. <laughs> I don't know. Sibling love fest. I know. I know. Just... you guys, I know. It's weird. But, like, for some reason in this book, I was just like, no, it makes sense that they would have the same girlfriend. I don't know why it made sense. It just did. We'll Maybe it's her writing. Out. <laughs> yeah. It's, and the main character is just, like, so happy-go-lucky. And, like, it's framed as, like, she came from such an abusive relationship mm-hmm. that finding two men that were, like, equally, like, infatuated with her just was nice. Yeah. But then you find out, like, one has deeper feelings, and it's, like, a whole thing. But I enjoyed it. Um, But, like, beyond that, I've actually been reading a couple garbage books that are, like, just poorly written. I don't know why I'm reading them. And then I get halfway through, and I'm like, ugh. And then I read the last chapter, and I'm over it. (laughs) Like, I'm just done. I don't know what I've been doing. Well, because I think I was putting off writing this weekend. Oh, yeah. If I'm being honest. And so then I ended up writing about 2,000 words yesterday on Sasha because it's a hard chapter and I didn't want to write it. <laughs> but if I'm being 100% honest, like I'm to the part of the book where I'm like this is the hard stuff and so Yeah, you're going to have that's going to be it's going to be an uphill battle. So I'm trying to like give myself like you write one chapter of Sasha, you get to write one chapter of Hidden so you get your werewolfness going again. So Trying to balance it out. But, like, um, all of our nights have been full for, and are full for the next, like, 10 days. So yeah, it's hard. I don't hard. know what I'm going to write again, which I'm kind of whatever. As long as Love and Lust is, like, getting done, that's, like, what I'm worried, I'm worried about. Like, tomorrow night, I actually have one free night, and it's dedicated to writing my, finishing my two episodes of Love and Lust that I've left. Yeah. Shameless plug for the auto, uh, the radio drama that we will be posting Soon. Hopefully the end of this month. Beginning end of, of this June. month, yeah, beginning of June. Yep. So soon. What about you? What have you been reading? Um, I've been kind of back into a historical kick recently. You said you were rereading something. Yeah, so I've been currently rereading uh, Christy Caldwell's Heart of the Duke series, which is like, gosh, how many books of that do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, twelve. Wish. I have twelve of those, and I haven't read all of them yet. So I'm kind Heart of rereading. Duke. Does that start with them kidnapping a woman? No. Okay, never mind. I read a book about a duke, and that's how it started. And it was like a, it was a good series. <laughs> and all those friends are rakes, and they all are part of like a society that they call themselves. Like they have like named their club, and I don't remember what the club's name is. Uh, you figure out what that is because I want. I know it. it's like really good, and I don't know what it is right now, and it's killing me to think of. <sighs> I'll try to find it. I think yeah. it's on, I think I read it on my iPad, and it's, I think I ended up having to buy a couple books off Amazon, so I'll have to check my yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm on the second one of that series currently, slowly. This is one of the first big series I read uh, like a year or two ago and got like crazy obsessed and was just like finished one book, would immediately download the next book and like realized I spent <laughs> probably way, way too much money, but it was worth it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I really like Christy Caldwell and I'm I'm on her one of her Facebook groups that she's actually like really actively a part of. That's cool. Um and she has some she a new book of hers just came out and I read it and it just made me realize that I've read so many of her books over the past couple years and I've read them so quickly that like I don't remember who some of the characters are that people like she's Mm. announcing new books that she has coming out and like, and you know, this beloved character that everyone's so excited about. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, shit, I just need to reread all this and just start fresh. (laughs) I like the moment when, um, someone comments on one of my books, they're like, Hey, is this, is this this person? And I'm like, it is. Yeah. It's exciting. I love, I love huge interconnected worlds. Yeah. My problem is at the same time, I've been listening to a book by Sarah McLean and 
I which keep, one? Uh, I've been listening to her uh, "Never Judge a Lady by Her Cover," which yeah. is book four of the Scoundrel and oh frick. Um, I feel like I read the first one of that series. What is it? Sarah McLean? Rules of Scoundrel. It's uh, book four of the Rules of Scoundrel series, which is one of my favorites. I love that series. And I just happened to find an audiobook of book four. And so I've been listening to that while I'm working. My problem is I am totally combining the universes in my brain. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that too. That's why I, if I'm reading a series, I can't read same genre, same like time period or like. And these are same time period. Movie. And like both of them have a series of about gambling. Oh, by gambling hell owners, so no, like I'm hard. like hardcore combining things in my brain. Yeah, uh, which is fine. I figure it out. Um, <laughs> and then because Bookbub has all their daily deals that they send me every day, um, which is dangerous. I have so many books I have to read now because of it. <laughs> I have to read. Now. Have to. Um, I fa- I read one. I feel like it's like borderline kind of chick lick lit uh romance like it's it definitely was a romance but i there was a lot going on so i feel like it was kind of borderline mm-hmm. um but it's called lightweight and it's by kirsty mcmanus um and takes place in in australia uh she's australian herself but okay. so that was interesting because i didn't realize that at first because i just blindly kind of just choose books sometimes sure. not realizing where the author's from, and then I'm, I'm reading, and I'm like, this is using slang that I'm not used to seeing. I don't think this author's from here. Cool. All right. Uh, but the premise of that one is uh, she was dating this guy for like a year or so, and he always just kind of like pressured her to do things she wasn't really interested in, including taking uh, like naked photos, mm. and she really did not want to. Um, and he, they break up, and suddenly uh, she finds that these photos ended up on this, like, revenge porn site. Perfect. And so, like, she just spirals mm-hmm. and ends up gaining a whole lot of weight and um, is now suddenly, like, just, like, she's kind of given up on men and she's gained weight because she was, like, got so depressed and everything mm-hmm. from it all. And so it ends up being, like, she just hits this moment where she's so unhappy, like, that she allowed her herself to react so negatively to all this. And she's like, fuck it, I need a change. And uh, her cousin is, like, a fitness model kind of person. And so she starts helping her with, like, eating better and going to the gym. And it ends up being, like, a she fell in love with her trainer kind of stories. So those are good. Uh, because she was going to her cousin's gym, which was like one of those big, uh, big whatever. What are they called? Like the, the like a box gym? Yeah. It's like only phrase. I don't think that's a real phrase. But, yeah. But, like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like, big like box a club store. fitness or, or yeah. you know, a gold's gym or whatever. One of those, like, they're everywhere. A yeah. chain, a chain gym. Uh, and down the road is where she ends up going that is just, like, a privately owned little gym that, like, everyone's super supportive and the hunky hunky dude (laughs) is her trainer. Um, The drama in that ends up being, um, amongst other things, like, she has trust issues because of how the ex was and all that. Um, But someone complains about this trainer saying that he like inappropriately touched them, mm. but the boss guy like d- like couldn't tell him who of his clients did that, so he assumed that it was her because he's he like had such intense feelings for her that like he was he, like he figured he crossed the line. Yeah, he mm. was worried that maybe he like let it slip and like crossed a line, and so like that causes drama and she's like what what are you even talking about (laughs) uh but yeah it's another one of those books that i think the ending was way way too fast oh suddenly i was like flip and we're like epilogue like wait a second i feel like there should be a couple more chapters here but yeah like i i understand like okay once the conflict is gone but like i want like one slice of life after that well especially because like 
it wasn't like they got together early on in the book. They literally got together near the end of the book, right. and then it ended. And I'm like, Ugh. I didn't get to like bask in the glory of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're finally mm-hmm. con- conflict-free and together and happy, and that's it? Okay. Uh, but overall, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, so, the thing, the romance drama I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you follow many non, like, Wattpad or whatever romance authors. Not on. really, no. Um, have any of them been tweeting about hashtag cockygate? Yes. So, my friend OP actually um, messaged me on Facebook and was like, she sent me a screenshot and she's like, is this grammatically accurate? And it was like the whole, like... Um, if you do not stop using this term, I, I will sue you for all monies you've yes. earned or whatever. Yes, it's yes. And she's like, that's not right, right? And I was like, I feel like, no, unless it's like, unless that's a phrase somewhere else. Yeah, so she's claiming this author is, uh, for those of you who are not aware of Cockygate, uh, this <laughs> author is claiming that she has trademarked the word cocky. Um, so funny story before we started recording all of this, uh, but we were always just like texting each other about the books. Remember how I read that book about the cocky brothers Yeah, and how I fucking couldn't do it. Yeah. That's her. No. What? Yeah. The shitty, shitty author. Like I, <laughs> it was painful. And like also my screenshotting parts of it to Stephanie and Duchess just being like, what am I reading right now? Also and mind you, Liz, up. Liz is the one of us that's like, Guys, let's be very even-handed and not say people suck and stuff. No. So for Liz to say this, this like bitch this sucks. This she means it. Like I, because I will say lots of things suck, and then <laughs> I think Duchess is in the middle of yeah. us. But like Liz is the one that's like, let's try to be nice. Let's try to be nice. And then like she, so for her to say that, she means it. I just yeah. wanted to put that out there. Yeah, I actually ended up uh, tweeting at someone the other day, and I was like, look, I don't like shit talking on other authors, but this woman is horrible, and I don't feel bad saying that now out loud in the to world. everybody because she's being a horrible human and she so she was finding all the other authors on Amazon who have the word cocky in the title sending them cease and desist letters telling them threatening from herse- them from herself though like did, yeah she didn't even go through a lawyer well she's claiming she did but then she wrote these letters herself which is not how it works no you have to go through a lawyer if you're doing that yeah for it to be legally binding of like, yeah. a thing yeah so she's threatening all these other romance authors and like I think getting Amazon to re- remove those titles or whatever so now there's all like so now this whole cocky gate thing is happening and the romance world is like up in arms and it's fantastic like just Google, or Twitter search hashtag yeah. Gate and just read through some of it. Uh, Courtney Milan, who's a pretty like famous uh, historical romance author, she had a big thread like explaining the whole thing on her Twitter page. Uh, that was like the one I found that like, really explained it all because I kept seeing all these authors I follow tweeting about it mm-hmm. like Friday afternoon when I was at work, and they were all talking like. Um, sharing other books that have the word cocky in it, being like, download this one for your weekend read, yeah. download this, read this. And I was like, what is happening? And then I was just enthralled. And like, I <laughs> sat, it was either Saturday, I think it was Saturday. I was laying in bed, just like reading through all this and just like reading it out loud to Jeremy. And he's like, this is insanity. Like, how is she doing this? I'm like, well, she is trying, but failing. Yeah. And, like, everyone is fighting her on this. Funniest thing about it, though, the font that, because she's claiming, she was claiming initially, like, that specific font that she used for her book titles, uh, she was, like, copyright or trademarking that mm-hmm. uh, in, like, so cocky in that form, but then it also became just cocky in general as a title. And I feel like I'm saying cocky a lot, which is <laughs> interesting. It's a good time. Cocky, cocky. Uh, <laughs> the the dude who actually made that font, it is in his trademark rules that you cannot, or it's in his copyright rules that you cannot use his font in any trademark things. So she's breaking a law. So good. 
And uh, so everyone made that dude aware. And he's like, I'm on vacation right now. Thank you so much for uh, letting me know. I will be looking into all this. And she definitely does not have my approval to be doing this. So, like, that alone. Perfect. And the, the Romance Writers of America is also looking into it and told anyone who has a book title uh, that's been affected by this, um, who received a, a cease and desist, cease and re- whatever. Cease and desist. There we go. Thank you. No Letter problem. from her to contact them, and they're, like, compiling everything, and mm. shit's gonna go down. I love it. I love it when shit goes down in the romance world. This is why, this, but this is seriously like why, like, it's good for me to have friends like OP and Karma, because both of them are so, like, in that world, the karma is like published and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like the two of them are so tuned in that like, otherwise I would have no idea. Like, honestly, I don't, I don't get on Twitter really. I don't really, I don't fuck with it. Uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I think I get on Twitter for like, I don't know what I get. I just get on there sometimes and only read like what happened in the last 10 minutes. Sure. Once a week. Like that's what I do on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I follow too many people. I need to probably fix that. But yeah, I love, I love internet drama. I love any kind of, I think it's just since I happen to follow a couple big names like Tessa Dare and yeah. Christy Caldwell and uh, Sarah McLean. You get like suggestions. They've all been hardcore tweeting about it yeah. and then like sharing other people's tweets about it. So that's so cool. I, love it. I, <laughs> I got I got sucked into the Twitter world for a little while. <laughs> going oh, I down, love it. Going down the cocky gate uh, whirlpool of disaster. I, I always I feel like. Um, Whenever anything goes down on like Wattpad or Watt Radish or like there's like any drama, it's always in the DMs. Mm. That's where that's where that those stories lie. Gotcha. Because everyone's like afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Well, should we should we pause for our commercial break? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, we'll be back after these quick quick messages from Calamity Cast. Ciao. Will Jack, the gym-loving male nurse hottie, manage to win the heart of the spunky blue-haired web designer Maggie? Join us every other week to discover if this unlikely pair will have their happily ever after or fizzle out in the end. Love and Lust Season 1 is coming to ClamityCast.com or wherever you find your podcast. Spring 2018. And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that sweet, 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 sweet commercial time. Uh, a secondary commercial time is going to happen right now. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't really talked about it a whole lot on this show in particular, but if you listen to any of the other Clowny Cast shows, you would know that we have a Patreon. Uh, so if you ever find it in your heart that you love us and want mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. support us, um, you can go to patreon.com slash calamitycast. And we have a bunch of different levels, uh, starting from, you know, you can get a shout out on either this show or Good Morning Space America. You get to choose. Um, we have other goodies that we, you know, bonus bonus clips, funny bloopers, all kinds of things. And those different levels on the Patreon will continue to grow as we as a network continue growing. Yeah, but. I know we still have to kind of like hammer out if we want any like weird little special things we wanted to do. Yeah. So we'll we'll, bring, we'll tell you more about that. And spoilers, uh, we've started making some Calamity Cast buttons and stickers, which yeah. are pretty great. We have a, specifically a Dick of the Week button that I... With Mikey. Love on it, our... Mikey, our little chubber, he's so cute. He's adorbs. So that's that's. Uh, we'll we'll tell you more about that on coming episodes. Yeah. So cool. Um, so today's topic is one near and dear to my heart. <laughs> it's a. Is it a trope? Can it's a trope. It? I would I would consider this a trope. Uh, the Virgin in romance novels. Oh, I'm, the Virgin. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it that broad because it's utilized in so many different oh, ways. Oh, so many ways. Um, yeah. So the Virgin. Um, I think it helps under helps people understand my approach to the Virgin trope. Uh, I was a virgin until I was 22. I met my husband, and that is the first person I had sex with. Only person I've had sex with. That is my life. Um, Similar. Yeah. My husband is the only person. <laughs> Sorry, family. <laughs> like, 
earmuffs. Uh, but I, I feel like that's like the nicest thing they could I know, know is that just Jeremy. Weird. I mean, I don't know. I so uh, for me, it was like I didn't have like any. Um, there's no religious reasons. There was like no. There's really no reason except for the fact that I don't like men that much. And I couldn't find someone that had a good enough sense of humor to do it. Like, I literally made jokes to the point where people, like, I was almost having sex, and then I would make a joke, and then it was just over. (laughs) Um, So, like, uh, my husband was the first person that made it through that gauntlet of me. Um, And so, like, like, for instance... I'm going to tell this story and it's yeah, going it. to horrify Jordan. He won't know. He doesn't listen to this probably. Um, so the first time we had sex, it took three times. Um, the first time when he finally got inside, I went, ah! and he goes, are you okay? And I said, get out, get out, get out, get out. And I like, was like fanning him away from me. Um, <laughs> the second time. I feel like this gives us a whole better insight to your sex scenes that you write. Yeah. That's why they're weird sometimes. Um, the second time. Actually, yes. The second time, it just was, it just, I just couldn't. I was like, I'm too sore from trying the last time. And then the third time, I told him he needed to man up and just do it. And to do it through the tears is what I told him. Which oh, is like, like didn't even I was crying. Cry. Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you made him cry. Because no, he was very upset, though. Yeah. But, like, I was basically That's just... a stressful thing. Well, and I felt bad for him, but I was just like, dude, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm, I'm pain adverse. Like, mm. I was, um, as a child, I dealt with physical abuse. So, actually, I have a high pain tolerance. But because of that, I avoid all pain. Gotcha. Like, I I will not put my body through pain if I don't have to. Sure, um, sure. So, and also people, like, I think all of my friends made it sound horrific. So I was, like, in my brain had this, like, yeah. it's going to hurt like a bitch. And then, like, I had some friends who were like, just bang through it. Just fuck through it, and it'll be fine. Which actually is correct. If you just actively are a participant, it just goes away faster. But the problem is when your husband is well hung and then you are small, um, there's actually no way around that pain mm. is what it is. So, but yeah, the, my, my romantic words to my husband, then boyfriend, was, you're just going to have to do it through the tears. And he did. And then it was fine. But like, so that's like the person people were trying to have sex with. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. there's, I, I know why I was a virgin until I was 22. There's no confusion on like what that was, but it wasn't for like any, it was, I wanted to have sex with someone that I respected. Sure. Then you respected me and then I liked. Yeah. Those were the criteria. And it took me, it took me four years of adult life to find that because, uh, a lot of dudes suck and ladies suck too because the girls i had hooked up with they also push boundaries past comfort really yes like way worse than any dude i don't know i don't know if they thought they could be sly i don't know what they thought but that kind of ruined women for me huh yeah so i would have thought that'd be the other way around uh yeah that's the irony huh also ruined a debate trip for me so (laughs) What a bitch. <laughs> Anywho's, but yeah, so I feel like that little that bit about me helps explain the things I'm about to say. No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I think having, I was older uh, when I lost my virginity also. And so like, I don't know. I'm just going to dive into the topic because sure. I don't mind it when someone's a virgin in a book. What I do mind when it, like, becomes pretty much a personality trait. Yeah. Like, when it's, like, this is how we define this character is the fact that he or she is a virgin. hmm I'm sorry. That's not real life. Right. Like, you can go however long in your life being a virgin or not being a virgin, and it doesn't fucking affect anything but your vagina or penis. Mm-hmm. Like... Yes, emotionally, emotionally, yes, it, it, like, affects, like, if, like, if, if something happens. Like, sex can emotionally it can and also but like it also i on the same side of that it's like i hate the when they have the virgins in the stories and they have sex and now they are everything to one another right because i'm just like i had sex with my husband before i loved him i might i mean i loved him as a friend but i wasn't like romantically like i wasn't as in like a month later yes i was to that point but it wasn't because of sex 
It was because he had proved himself as a human, as a human, and I loved him. And I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, but you don't know, you can't separate." No, I really can, because to me, sex is still just like this fun activity I do that I really enjoy. Like it's like to me, it's like if I was really into like rock climbing. Or like, you know what I mean? Or like uh, those paint and wine classes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's how I view sex. I don't view sex isn't this romantic thing that's like uh for me, it's not like a expression of my love. It's an expression of my like and enjoyment of orgasms. It's purely it's purely se- selfish why I like sex. Like it I mean, like, of course, I like to make my partner feel good. That's fine. But like for me, sex is just this great thing that gives me multiple orgasms. And it's like that's why I do it. Like, that's why these books sometimes I'm just like, what? Or like the woman, it's her first time having sex and she's not uncomfortable at all and has multiple orgasms. That's a, And then yeah. like, and then like, there's just like, the, I, I just am like, what? Yeah. The ones where like the first time they have sex not that you can't together. have an orgasm, but like all of the orgasms, that's ridiculous. Right. And I feel like most people, the first time they have sex either only have an orgasm because of like clitoral stimulation exactly uh or it just doesn't happen because like you were saying it's like weird and uncomfortable and painful and like in your head like for me i can't like like am i doing this right is this correct like my part of me is just like this just feels weird. And that I couldn't get past the this just feels weird yeah. that first time. Which that's a me thing because I'm very in my brain all the time. Like, I don't know, but I just... Also... Well, this is like a... I'll save that for another time. The whole DJ Khaled thing. I meant to bring that up during our news talk session uh, about him talking about how he doesn't go down on his wife. But I didn't really... Okay, I haven't... This is That is one thing I haven't actually... I saw people tweeting about that, and then I forgot to actually do research about it. Okay, then we're going to... Just to pause on the... This kind of relates, because I have a segue back in. Uh, But DJ Khaled basically said that he does not go down on his wife because he is a king, but he does expect her to go down on him. Fuck that! Right? Um, So, but for me, I... Because I read romance novels, and because in my experience, men always go down on women... Because my husband, that is his, that is his jam. He does that. He's a good lover. Um, I did not realize that that was such a thing. I mean, this is not the first time, but like when I was probably like twenty three or something, I made a comment about like, oh yeah, he always goes down on me, and then we have sex. And everyone's like looked at me like I was like an alien, and everyone's like one one it, I liked it, and two he did that like so, and I was like I well I feel like I feel like our generation isn't as weird about it, but also I feel like it's always you know whether in books movies whatever it's always talked about how girls are supposed to go down on guys mm-hmm. and like I don't think it's. Until romance novels now, I feel like pretty much the dude always goes down on girls. Right? On the girl. Uh, because, as we've discussed, like, in romance novels... It's what you want. It's, it's what, what we- you want. It's also, like, it's about the woman getting her pleasure. Right. And... But I just... I just... But to tie that into the virgin thing, like, I've read... The weird part is, when I was the virgin trope, I feel like... There's less of the dude going down on them. Like huh. in the ones I in the couple that I've read, I'm just like or like there's you like they use that as like a like a weird like how I use a dog treat to get Babs in her den. It's like <laughs> they go down on her just so that they can like have sex. I'm just like that's <laughs> Uh, like it's I just I'm like I don't I don't think oral sex should be used as a uh enticement into vaginal intercourse i don't whatever um but that might just be me i i don't like i just don't like how also a virgin doesn't mean that they don't know about that stuff they always make them this like naive yes. like oh he then he kissed my thigh and i didn't know what was gonna happen next exactly that's what i don't like because you're not an idiot you don't exist in a vacuum like the only reason the only time i think that's like okay is when it's a historical romance novel because like they didn't really talk Mm -hmm. about that and like sure and but even still i feel like they typically handle it like 
she wasn't exactly sure what she wanted, but she knew she wanted something from him, like, because she's not an idiot, and right. she ha- understands, like, the basics of what these feelings and are. urges. Yeah. Your body's like, put something there. <laughs> that's, like, that's the urge. That's why, that's why <laughs> anyone has sex. That, that bit there, please touch that. Right. Like. <laughs> well, that's, like, I mean, that's why anyone has sex, is, like, it feels, like, you feel good, and you know that there's more that could be done. Yeah. That's the only reason why you'd ever do that. Yeah. Because like, otherwise, what a weird fucking concept. Right. Also, yeah, if it, if you didn't have the urge to do that, you would just stick with Thoral. You'd just stick with it. Because guess what? It gets the job done. Yeah. But I don't know. I've also never been weird about the idea of someone going down on me, which I know a lot of women have that hang up. So no shame if you are not into that. But Oh, like, yeah. You're into whatever you're into. But like, I, I've never had that kind of like hang up and I know a lot of women do yeah. just having conversations about oral sex and like they're more comfortable going down on a guy which to me is uh, intrusive and I do but on occasion because I'm just like not I give a gag reflex it's like bad it's oh, like, yeah, like I brush like, my tongue and almost throw no, 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 same like, here like I feel bad for my husband but TMI to the universe out here but like yeah. this past winter when I like had a cough for like a month and a half multiple times made myself throw up yeah. because like I just kept gagging on yeah myself yeah like. <laughs> yeah no 100% like I I can cough myself into vomiting so uh because of phlegm it's gross and you don't want that happening during right? fun time I remember one time when I was like 16 or something and some guy was like saying something about me going down and I was like do you want me to vomit all over you and again I know I was a virgin so I was 22 I get it uh, but like but I mean, it also doesn't mean you didn't have any experience right I mean like I yeah, exactly well that's the other thing is like so like they have these characters that are virgins like I mean the I okay there's two types of virgins too in these yes. ensembles. there's like the young under 22. There's a 22 and under. And then there's, like, the over 22 matronly... I don't even know how to explain her character. <laughs> who, like, they they never... Like, she's never done anything for... Somehow existed in this bubble. They almost never explain. Like, because yeah. the thing is, I was, like, a total weirdo. I just explained a lot of situations where I was very off-putting to the opposite sex. And same sex, for that matter. And yet, I still had some sexual experience before I had sex. Sure. So it's like, I I don't know why you can't just write that character. Because, like, so I actually am writing a virgin character right now who's 28. But it's because she grew up in isolation. Mm, mm-hmm. She grew up with just her dad. Oh, that character. Okay. Yes. So she has never even been kissed. Okay. Because she's never been around people. So... I can write her as naive and weird, but she's seen movies and shit, so she knows. Yeah. So, like, that's her character. And so I think people need to have a little more nuance. So, like, my character, she's like, she's like, am I going to have my first kiss? Is this going to happen? Because she's a 20-year-old woman who has, like, experienced things through books and movies and TV that doesn't understand how in real life it's going Mm, to work. But she knows that it's a thing. Like, she knows she feels attraction. And she's not embarrassed by it. Like... Write that character. Like, write a fucking woman that I can relate to versus some, like, tittering little, like, ooh, I don't know. I just, there's, like, I know there are people that have never had any sexual experience. I get it. I've known a couple people like that. But yes, they've, like, the dealio, watched those, TV and stuff. Most of the people I know who were that way, typically, I feel like it was, like, quasi-religious people. And yeah. I'm going to say quasi because... They're claiming that they're holding on to the Virginia and whatnot for religious reasons. But then the first opportunity that someone is like, is like, hey, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And they're like, okay. Right. <laughs> so it's like, no, nah, you are a virgin by proxy. Right. You, you just didn't have the opportunity yet, which right. is fine. Like, I don't feel like anyone has to explain why they are or are not. Right sexually active right like that's up to you there's some but also don't, don't make up to. excuses like either if it's not just be like it's not something you're interested in or it's not something you feel ready for there's right. nothing wrong with that right but like <sighs> i don't know these stories though so and then take the virgin thing even farther okay. now we've got the virgin losing her virginity and gets pregnant that's always a trope. i hate that one and it's always a one night stand yes i she, only have one friend that lost her virginity in a one night stand 
and that bitch was on birth control, and the dude used a condom. Just because someone's a virgin does not mean they don't understand birth control. Right. No, that's always, like, seriously, we all know by this point how much I hate pretty much pregnancy and romance novels for the most part anyway, but especially when it's, like, unplanned, unwanted, And now we have to be in a relationship. Yeah, or 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 not, and then it's a surprise baby that he doesn't know about, which oh, is God. like my least favorite of all of I it. I was reading one of those recently. Of course, he's a mob boss, but it's like, <laughs> of course, of course. Oh my God, is she a werewolf? Nah, nah, she's just dumb. <laughs> um, she's a nurse. They're all nurses. Oh, all these. I feel like all these women that get knocked up by these mob bosses or gangster dudes are always like are always like nurses. And I'm like, that seems like the wrong person. Right. They should be the one who 100 percent understands how birth control works. Agreed. Because, but that's not the case, my friend. Oh my god. But like that's so that's like the first way that virgin trips used. Like the second way is this weird like predatory like the guy finds out she's a virgin and pushes her away because he doesn't want to deal with it yeah i feel like that goes one of two ways it's either he doesn't want to be the one who like deflowers her right which i have personal experience with that bullshit or it becomes like i have to be the one who has her and then she's mine right and I'm glad cl- no man was there I'm before me. I'm laying claim on her. Right. Fuck off, dude. Well, I, you know, I had a ex-boyfriend who, um, I mean, I don't think it would have been a problem because he was the one that I almost had sex with that I made like a joke and then it just ruined it. <laughs> but like before that, when he, when I said I was a virgin, he was like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, you've never said that before. And I'm like, that's like one of the things I tell people about myself. Like. Because I'm trying to, like, destigmatize the fact that, like, you can be just a sane, normal person that just has not had sex yet. Because that's, like, such a... In college, that was such, like, a right. mindfuck for people. Well, it was. And then they made such a huge deal about it. You're like, please... Like, I feel like you're trying to guilt me right I, now that I haven't had sex. I always loved the whole, like, but you're so normal. And I'm just like... <laughs> what does that even mean? But you're not ugly. Okay. Thank you, I guess. Yeah. Thank you for telling me I'm fuckable. I know I am. I'm just not fucking. Right. Uh, I read a book that was like that. And, like, for various reasons, she just had decided, like, she didn't want... Oh, I think it was mostly because her mom had her when she was, like, 16 or something like that. And a she, legit reason not to have sex. And she was like, yeah, so I understand that there are ways to prevent pregnancy from happening, but I also understand it's the only way that's not going to happen for me not to just have sex. So she just had, like, zero interest in having sex until, of course, like, eventually... Like, and she always knew that, like, if someone came along, she was open to the idea... She just didn't want it to be just some random whatever. Right. Um, and, like, the dude was actually, like, pretty good about it. And I feel like, actually, it, like, helped keep her boundaries better than she did. Right. <laughs> after a little while. Um, but. That's, that's, I feel like that was one of my, that, that fucking, well, I can't know. There's, that's always used. I feel like that virgin trope is always used for the older man, younger girl, usually when they're friends of the brother or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. They use that, like, I've known you since you were seven, but now you're a woman. Ew. <laughs> so, I mean, like, to be fair, he's usually, he was like nine at the yeah, time or whatever. Yeah, but, but, but like, I feel like when you say that, it makes yeah. me think like he was like in high school when she was like a kindergarten. There was one series I read called. Um, Something about Mix, Miss, Mrs. Maxfield or something like that. Um, and it was like an arranged month marriage bullshit story. Um, but the, I mean, the characters were interesting and I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Whatever. It's got like a billion views on Wattpad. <laughs> um, the mischievous Mrs. Maxfield. That's the name of it. Uh, but so she, she, I don't, she might have been a virgin. I don't know. But she marries this guy because she like knows his grandpa and that's like the only way he's going to inherit his money. That whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he has two little sisters and he has a best friend mm. and he's a decade older than his sisters. And so is his best friend, obviously. Yeah. And the little sister has been in love with his best friend since she was like seven and he was like 17. Like she like wrote him letters and stuff. It might not be a whole 10 years. It might be like seven or eight, but like there's enough of a difference to where it's like, 
a lot. And so now she's 21 and in college, and he's, like, noticing her. And it's, like, actually a really sweet story. I think, was it done well? Because I yeah. feel like that can be done yeah. really well. That's a, I feel like that story is actually better than the first story. Hmm. I enjoy it a lot more. Because, like, there's the added, like, he's friends with her brother. He feels like it's super inappropriate because he's, like, in the point of his life where he should start looking for someone to marry. And she's, like, hmm. just getting yeah, to yeah, adulthood. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoy all those kinds of conflicts, you know. Uh, but... I did not enjoy the whole him being like, I, cause I think in that book she had actually lost her virginity to just, just some guy just to get it done. Oh. And I feel like the writer does an amazing job in that one with how he handles all of that. Uh, but I have read like the same kind of story where like the guy is like disgruntled yeah, about it. And not because she had a bad experience, but because she chose who to have? I don't know. I, you can tell the difference when it's written that way, but yeah, I feel like the virgin trope is used a lot for the age difference stories. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, like I'm fine with. I don't. I don't know. At a certain point, after 25, I feel like age difference doesn't super matter, as long as you're not so different in such different parts of your life. That's my thing. Like, if you're both like in similar areas of your life, whether it's like you're both out of college, you both have jobs and right. like and it's not like I'm a 18 year old who knows nothing and you're a 35 year old man or something like right. that that's, weirds me out yeah. um, unless they write the character so mature that it's like you're never you're not even writing an 18 year old anymore yeah because yeah. even like me at 18 I was pretty mature just because of like what I had gone through as my childhood but like even I was still a dumb 18 year old who did dumb shit right and I feel like sometimes I did read one that was an 18 year old and a 35 year old ish. I don't remember exactly what his age was, but it was written so well because she was like super mature because like she had like grown up hard. Mm-hmm. But then like there'd be these moments when she'd be such an 18 year old, and, it and he be, would like, be a reminder to him, and he would be so like, oh god. <laughs> um, I think they they end up together. I think he has a kid. He's a kid by like a woman who OD'd or some shit like that. I've realized it actually thing. like dawned on me today or yesterday uh, that in my the romance novels or the historical ones, a lot of the times the girls, you know, if it's their first season or second season out, they're like nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. and most of the dudes who are like of marrying age and like handsome and well off are like thirty ish, and, mm-hmm. and like it kind of hit me. I was like, oh, I much rather read the ones that are like. The women who are almost on the shelf, as it were, like they're nearing, yeah. like being like 24, 25. They're more interesting characters, I think. I mean, like that was yeah. like, it was like that one I read about the woman who like had fallen basically and then had to be like rescued. Mm-hmm. But like she wrote it way better than that. I'm like simplifying it down so much. But it's way more interesting to read about a person that's seasoned. Yeah. Like you just haven't had enough life experience. Mm hmm. At and they're normally, point. I feel like those are, especially in the historical ones, because they're kind of like, whatever, I'm about to get my, like, old maid money. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they kind of just don't give a fuck anymore. Right. Which I appreciate. Um, and it's fun. Yeah. Because it's always just shocking to everyone around them. That's my favorite part, is like when everyone's like, oh yeah. my goodness. Or the guy's like, you're going to let me hold your hand? You're <laughs> like, in fact, you may hold my bare hand. Right. <laughs> I'll do you one better, sir. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I think I just I it just really bothers me that they can't just give these virgins any depth or give them like maybe it just hadn't happened. Like it's not like some people don't think about it. Like right. I honestly had never thought about it. I was just like waiting for like the person that would not make it terrible. Yeah. Also, I will say this. Some people just don't have sex on their brain 24-7. Oh, I do that. I do have that. (laughs) That's not the issue. And I always have had sex on my brain like forever. Uh, My thing was my mom actually told me when I was 14, 15, she told me that like sex is going to suck until the men you're having sex with are old enough to be good at it. (laughs) And that to me was like, oh, yeah. And so I just didn't have sex when I was a teenager because I was like, they're going to be terrible at it. Again, sex for me is selfish. That's fair. Because I can masturbate and I have been masturbating for years. <laughs> like uh, the since I since I was a preteen, probably. So I know how to get that shit done like a minute and a half. Like I can like. 
I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I'm amazing is what I'm saying. I love myself. Uh, but like, so for me, it was like, it was never like a, it was just, <laughs> it, it was just never like a, it was never like a thought like that I needed sure. a man to get off. And like, for me, sex, that's what it is. I mean, I understand that people have like very differing views on sex and that's totally cool. If you like view it as a thing. I just think it's like a fun thing, which is like, I think that's also, so when I don't have sex, I think it's harder for me because I don't, it's hard for me not to like, just be like, why can't I just do the thing that I'm enjoying? So I'm like, <laughs> so I don't know that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't, I can't, I'm trying to think of like the last virgin book I read. Have you read any when the dude's the virgin? Yes. I think I read one. That was about, um, I don't remember. I'm not going to remember anything about the title. I'll, I'll try to look it up later. But, like, the guy, it was a historical romance, and he had some sort of, like, nerve problem. So, like, it physically hurt him for people to touch him in certain spots, like his arms. Um, and I think I read that, too. And, like, so he, like, had no interest at all, really, because it hurt. Like to have human contact with others and eventually found a lady and they fell in love and they're able to. She worked it out. Yeah, they figured it out. Um, But I I feel like the male virgin trope is becoming more popular in the trans world. I haven't, like, searched those out specifically. So, like, if I happen to have a book that has that, like, I'd... There was one... Um, it's a series about a bunch of siblings because that's a popular thing in romance. Uh, actually, most sibling series always have one virgin, and it's usually a male. I have found hmm. in three different sibling series that I've found. Interesting. The Bartons, the I don't remember what the but anyway. So the the one specifically, he is brothers to so it's uh it's three brothers and two sisters or something like that. And so the two older brothers are just like big old man whores. And they all think their little brother is also a man whore. Oh. But he's not. Like, so he's like doesn't come home at night and stuff like that, but it's because he volunteers at like shelters and oh stuff like God, that. Oh my God, that's adorable. So he's like not, not only is he a virgin, he's like just a precious, precious boy. But he doesn't like tell them yes or no. He just lets them assume what they're going to sure. assume because it's just not their business. And so he meets this girl who has like a drug addiction and is like just a hot fucking mess. And they fall in love and they have sex and he like is in love with her and it's just like precious cute times but they definitely heap on him a lot of the same tropes that they do on girls when they have, lose their virginity like the instantaneous love and like all of that shit fucking insta love insta love man not here for it uh but no. dudes i you know what i think i think maybe it's because like how bdsm is like more popular now i feel like maybe male virgins is appealing because like you could train them up to be what you want them to be <laughs> You know? Yeah. No other woman's been there. There's no baggage. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't know a single relationship that doesn't have some ex-baggage. Yeah. Like, I think I'm one of the cleanest records around because I only dated one person before my husband and it was only for two months. Yeah. And we didn't have sex. You can't get much cleaner than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my ego was hurt in that relationship, not, like, my heart or anything. So, like... My husband has had a ton of baggage. So, like, maybe that's part of it, too, is, like, what a dream. This man who's beautiful, sexy, has a huge dick, somehow has not had sex with another woman or given his heart to anyone. Amazing. <laughs> like, think about that. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's my that's my hot take on why. It's also kind of just refreshing that, it, like, I feel like in a lot of romance books, it's expected that the dude has had, like, tons and tons of experience and like to right. the point that sometimes i'm like i mean i'd be worried about my health yeah at least a lot of times when it has a man who has had a lot a lot of sex like when they're talking about like a different woman a night or like right. stuff like that also the they women- normally make a point to be like oh by the way i just got tested i'm clean right <laughs> i feel like they don't have that conversation often enough though no i think like every time we have that guy he needs to like show papers <laughs> i want to see paperwork prove it buddy. yeah i'm not gonna lie to you i don't understand why none of those women ask for paperwork <laughs> i'm sorry he sleeps with a different woman every night and you know that that is confirmed and you're just gonna take his word for it there are some it's messed easy, up people in the world people out there right i don't care if he looks like 
any of the men that I listed previously <laughs> or any of the new men that I follow on Instagram now. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't, I just, I just, male, male virgins. I don't, I don't care for, I don't care about that trope. It's fine. It's whatever. I read like one. My thing is. I don't I like when like they make them sex gods right off the bat. No, that's weird. That's weird. He's going to come real quick the first time. Yeah. Maybe the next five to ten times. I don't know. I don't know how long it takes to get used to a vagina. I don't have the appendage. I don't know. But I just can't. And then, like, the other stuff. Honestly, I think being good at oral is easy. (laughs) There is just, like, odd. There's a target and there's a general zone. Like, just, like, fucking stay in that zone. Figure out what each. It's not like women are, like, weird silent boards that don't, like, tell you what is good. Yeah. And that. And then, like, I mean, the thing that dudes need to be careful with virgin stories it's like i feel like the fingering i'm just like the way they describe fingering sometimes i'm just like no thank you yeah (laughs) hard pass it sometimes the way that they describe it in some of the books i'm like are we just like jamming shit up there like what is happening you're just jamming it that's just use that verb just say that i then i jammed my fingers into her so anyway, that's like a, that's another conversation. The verbs we could have a whole show about the verbs we don't like in oh romance novels. Slanting for like for like in so many books recently, I've noticed like when they're kissing, yeah. their mouths slanted over each other over and over again. Yeah, why? Be, why? I don't really get that one. Yeah, I don't know. I just the the male virgin thing though. Every time he's always a sex god, like right out the gate, and the woman's always like, "It's never been like this before." <laughs> I'm like, what, brief? <laughs> but I mean, like, I get, like, if you love someone that it's going to be better. I, I get that that's a thing. Because, like, you trust them and it can be yeah. more fun and whatever. But, like, in these stories, you've known him for two months. There's no way you love him so much that, like. Yeah. And that's, like, two adult months. That's not, like, two college months where you spend every night in each other's dorm room. That's, like, two months where you see Fair. each other once a week yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah. And they weren't even dating at that point. Like, they were just volunteering together though i do i i have noticed i feel like in a lot of books when there is a virgin whether male or female or both the first time that they have sex then it's like this is it they're always going to be together now Mm -hmm. and like and that's fine obviously for the both of us that is how it worked out yeah but it's also like that's not how it always works that's not how it works out for a lot of people. 95% of the time, I'd, <laughs> I would gander. So, yeah. I I mean, like, I don't know. My husband, it didn't work out that way for him. Yeah. So it's like, even within my relationship, that is not a thing. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just... Also, how do you... For me, I mean, like, I've made my peace with the fact that I will have sex with one person for the rest of my life. That is fine. But, like, I still think it's ludicrous. Like... I find myself ridiculous for having sex with one person for my whole life. Yeah. Like that I didn't try someone else out before him just to make sure that this is it. But at the same time, you can't argue with the results. Right. So it's like, I know I enjoy this. Yeah. There's no guaranteeing that anyone else can put this down better. Like, <laughs> honestly. Here, you're not missing out. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I don't have the, I don't have the FOMO. I know a lot of people do have that. I've, I've talked to Fear of missing out. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I know. I've talked to a lot of people that have had sex with one person and they have the FOMO. Really? Mm-hmm. That's sad. It does make me sad. It makes me very sad. It makes me wonder what their partner is doing. Yeah. And why aren't they doing it better? Or like, can you guys talk to each other to figure it out? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like I had a conversation with one of our close friends. He was like, because I said something about, I think it was like... Jordan and I broke up for one day and we got back together. He was like, how are you sure that Jordan's good at sex? It was like... Cause, I mean, how, I'm, I'm cause having I, orgasms. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I said. And he's like, well, I mean, how do you know that it wouldn't be better? And I'm like, I don't know how you get better than the optimum result. Like, multiple times. Like, I don't know how you improve on that. Um, but it was like a weird... It was kind of like... Because I think most people don't understand being content with just a partner for your whole life. But, like, I don't know. I'd have to find, like, a person that I like enough. Yeah. That's a whole nut. That's another episode. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, like, my big thing, my big takeaway from this is, like, I don't care if someone's a virgin or not in a book. I think it's kind of weird when it's specifically used as a trope and, like, 
like that's supposed to say something about a person. Sure. And like when that's like then the main focus of who that person is. Yeah. Because that's ridiculous. And also write your characters better. Yeah. It's just poor character development at that point. That's lazy writing. It is lazy writing. It's like insta-love. Yeah. They're a virgin, so therefore they are all of these things. Even though being a virgin does not mean you are all of those things. And like, because I feel like in most uh, historical romance novels, the girl is just by happenstance a virgin. And like, the brief it's really talked to, or the, like, the most it's really talked about is like, either it's their wedding night and she's really nervous, which I feel like is legit for anyone in that situation. Right. And she's kind of like, I wish I had talk to my mother a bit more or my sister or a friend or whatever Mm -hmm. to know what to expect a little bit better and then she's fine um it's not like the entire book is about like oh i'm i'm going to have sex now right (laughs) you know um Another weird my life story that i think kept me from having sex till later was my friend uh, megan's mom I remember her telling us a story about her mom going to the doctor before she got married so that the doctor would break her hymen for her. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, like, she didn't have to do that on her honeymoon. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, like, a weird thing that I know in my head. That, yeah. like, the, this whole topic makes me think of. Really, like, all the weird ways that, like, my, my mother and father successfully kept me from having sex. Like, my mom basically being like, it's garbage until you're older. And then my my dad just being a man whore and me being like, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, all of these things. I'm just like, they did a good job keeping me, like, from having any grandbabies when I was a teenager. Yeah. I was never going to be a baby having a baby because my parents made sex so unappealing. That's hilarious. So I think I'm going to try to take the same tactic. So I don't have any grandbabies running around when my babies are babies. Yeah. You know? I think my big takeaway from this virgin talk is I hate the same thing that you said, the whole, it's their personality. And I hate when it's used as like a control. Yes. Yeah. Or like when the virgin's dictated to when they will or will not lose it. Like when the, when the male lead basically is like, I'm not going to have sex with you. You're going to wait until X, Y, and Z, or until I feel like you're ready to have sex. I don't enjoy that. Because, like, if a virgin, even if they think it's like a, you can say, I think this is a bad idea, but I don't want to ever hear you tell them that, like, I'm going to wait until until I think you're ready. Yeah. Because that's garbage. And I feel like that happens a lot in these stories. And I don't know if it's the, because I read a lot of the age difference stories or whatever. Um, just write better characters. Just stop making them one-dimensional. It's too much. Yeah. If I anyone out there has some, like, super, super good... Virgin tales. Virgin tropes that you're like, nah, this one was done really well. Like, send it to us. Yeah. We'll check it out. I will absolutely devour anything. We, all, we always like some good, good book wrecks. Yeah. I, I mean, there's also something to be said. Um, because, again, because I was a virgin so late, I really looked forward to the idea of having sex with someone that knew what they were doing because my mom told me it sucks if they don't yeah sure and so having sex with someone that had had a couple partners before me made me feel more at ease that makes sense. and i can understand these books where it's like having a man with a lot i i understand like the man with a lot of experience or the woman with a lot of experience teaching the, the virgin yeah and i i'm into that because i mean there's something to be said about like Wow, what if their first experiences could be this great thing? Sure. But it has to stay on that side of like pleasantness. It can't turn into like the dark, weird. They're an idiot in the relationship. They have no power in the relationship beyond giving you their virginity. So that's my hot take on virginity. <laughs> I like that me and you did this because I feel like we are apt to do this <laughs> to do this topic. <laughs> oh, and uh, Duchess had a little Oh, yes. A little something for us to say. The Duchess takeaway is virgin worship is gross because it means nothing. And also books tend to virgin worship also tend to slut covet because the dude doesn't want a girl with no experience, but doesn't want to ruin a girl. And it's all bullshit and stupid. At least the books that I've read, (laughs) which is totally fair. And she said she can uh, add more thoughts next time she records with us. Yeah, no, I I agree 100% with that cuz that's definitely that's the that's the 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 
the bitch of it. Also, like, I feel like the men, when they're virgins, always, like, the first time, they're, like, gods. But, like, somehow the women, when they're virgins, just kind of lay there and take it. Yeah. I don't, I didn't just lay there when I had sex for the first time. I was a participant. So, excuse me, world. Please write your female characters that are virgins as if they enjoy sex and are also participating in the act, not just having their hymens taken away from them. Ew. Ew. That's, like, what, how they write it. I mean, like... I can't help but be, like, just, like, I don't know, like, people hate women. Anyway, yeah. that's, like, a, that's a whole bigger topic. <laughs> like, that's how I feel sometimes. It's, like, people hate women. Well, on that happy, exciting note, <laughs> would you like a pickup line? I would, please. Okay. I may not be a genie, but I can make your dreams come true. Ha-ha. <laughs> That's a lot better. They should have said wishes. Yeah. But they like, really suck at these. They're like- not good. <laughs> like, I mean, they're like, that one's like off by like the smallest margin. I feel like the last few I had was like, why did they pick this word and not that word? I like that that's, that's like, I feel like that's such like an author like <laughs> criticism. Is like, There's a better word choice there. <laughs> so, but that one at least didn't make my skin crawl. Yeah. It made me feel like I'm going to have diseases like that one about STDs. Oh, that was horrible and frightening. Yeah. But like they better word choice next time. Yeah. Listeners, if you're using that pickup line, say wishes, because that's what genies grant. Not dreams. Not dreams. The wishes. Sandman, the Sandman could give you dreams. I may not be a Sandman. But I can give you <laughs> sweet, sweet dreams. Sandman's, I don't know. Sandman's creepy as fuck. Don't yeah. use that one either. I just made that up and don't use it. Mr. Sandman. Bring me a dream. <laughs> Uh, well, that, that's that been our talk on virgins. Uh, next time, we'll kind of go the opposite direction and talk about erotica. Yes! I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's like everything good. It's like Christmas. It is like Christmas. Like virgins, I, I do enjoy talking about because I get fired up. But erotica, yes! Yes! All right. Catch you later. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you, so contact us at lnlsmutcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at lnlsmutcast. Find episodes of this and other great shows at calamitycast.com or wherever you find your podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Dick of the Week. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs>